Real people, real opinions, real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic Hits. And motorists and the Irish transport sector are bracing themselves for what could be an increase, another increase, for as much as 10 cent on a litre in the next 10 days, with analysts warning of severe disruption to energy markets caused by the Russian invasion of the Ukraine. Now, the full effect, by the way, it's not just the Russian invasion of the Ukraine. You know that petrol prices were going up anyway before the invasion. So that's this is just added fuel to the fire, pardon the pun. And the full effect of the international sanctions and the volatility in the international markets expect to be felt very shortly. As the price per litre of petrol approaches two euro at pumps, well, it's actually two euro in a lot of places already, and one ninety for diesel, Tonnesley of Radka has promised the government will make an intervention on fuel prices before October. Come on, Leo, do it now. Anyway, the war in the Ukraine has made it much worse. He says, and I think it will cause energy prices to go higher and stay higher for longer. We're going to examine ways in which we can respond, said the Tanisha. You need to start examining quickly, Leo. Uh, We're not going to do anything immediately. Why not? We want to wait for the European Commission paper on this before we make a decision because we want to make sure that whatever we do, uh, the government's act, uh, whatever we do, that the government's act in concert. In other words, they act together. He says, I think there can be no doubt that this is affecting everyone, you don't say. Obviously, for motorists seeing the increase in petrol and diesel over the last couple of months, for householders seeing the increase in oil and gas and for electricity bills also as well. It comes amid, of course, concerns that petrol and diesel prices could jump, as I said, by another 10 cent a litre in the next 10 days, which is quite shocking. And today I want to know, with the cost of fuel increasing so dramatically over the last few weeks, and with it set to increase even again more over the next few weeks, they reckon it could be 250 by the end of the month, by the way. 250 a litre by the end of this month. Um, are you now rationing your fuel? Are you not using your heating as much if you're on oil, for example? Are you not travelling as far? Are you using public transport, for example, rather than using your car? And I can tell you my own personal experience. You know, I was using about 400 a month in diesel because, as you know, I drive up and down to the north of Ireland quite a lot. Now I'm using 550. So it's, it's, an, like it's an extra 150 quid a month that I'm using. Now, I know a lot of people in this country, that's only driving 130 kilometres or 130 miles up the road uh, to Belfast. But I know a lot of people who work in Ireland, may work or live in Dublin, work, should I say, work in Dublin, live in, I don't know, Port Leash or somewhere like that. They're toing and froing constantly all the time. I know somebody who lives in Dublin or works in Dublin and lives in Wexford and they have to drive every single day. Even Ruth was telling me, she's only coming from Tala. And she's telling me her fuel now costs her about 400 a month because she's in and out twice a day, as you know, where our show operates twice a day. So uh, it's costing people quite a lot of money. I haven't actually asked Ashley, but I'm sure it affects her too because she's coming in and out from Bray all the time, which is a bit of a trek. I mean, you might as well be coming from Bray as coming from Belfast, to be honest with you, because, you know, you're stuck in traffic and what have you. So I want to know, are you changing your lifestyle? Or maybe you live somewhere more rural without a good public transport system where, you know, picking and choosing is not really an option for you. But I want to know how you adjusted your lifestyle around this change. And, of course... I know a lot of the climate change people are probably delighted because it's pushing us all towards public transport. But this is not the way we need to do it. I don't mind being pushed towards public transport or electric vehicles if that's the case in the future. But we're not ready for that yet. We don't have a good public transport system. And EVs are not the answer right now at this very moment in time because we don't have the infrastructure for it. So to all those green people who are delighted with the increase in the cost of fuel, you're all bananas. I've seen Greta. She was delighted probably with the cost of fuel prices going up because she discourages us all from using them. The number is 087 188 There's a knock-on effect to all this, by the way. 
Remember, the increase in fuel is not just an increase in fuel. Everything has to be brought by haulage. <clears throat> Every passenger has to be carried by a bus or a taxi or whatever it happens to be. They all have to pay more money, so they're going to be looking for more money. So everything has a knock-on effect. The food on your table is going to cost more in the coming months because, of course, getting the food from a warehouse to the shop, from the factory to the warehouse, all costs more money because haulage companies are paying more for diesel. So it all has a massive knock-on effect for the economy. The government are too slow to do something about it. Way too slow. It's gone too far. So what are we going to do about it? Are you adjusting your life or changing your life? Because that's what's being suggested, that people are changing their lifestyles. Let me know if you've changed your lifestyle. <clears throat> are you using your heating a little bit less or driving a little bit less? Or can you not do that? The number is 087-188-0008. That's 087-188-0008. Have you changed your lifestyle? Let me go to James first. Uh, James, you're an Ireland's Classic Kids. How are you doing, James? Hi, and I'll afternoon to you. Um, it's getting to a crisis point now. Now, don't get me wrong. I know what's happened in the Ukraine is certainly a crisis. But, but here in Ireland, let's see how it's affecting us. And it is getting to a crisis point when we talk about the price of fuel, isn't it? It is crazy. Like, it's absolutely crazy. We, at the moment, we're actually lobbying through one of our representative groups, we're actually lobbying uh, government TDs because we want to get a one euro surcharge put onto our meter. Um, basically, as I have said to you before, in the last increase we got in 2017, the last one proposed after that then was in 2019, but we never got it due to COVID and, and stuff like that. But at the time, we were paying one euro 10 cents for diesel. And as of this morning, I drove by garages and the cheapest I've come across is 180. Mm. So, you know, air fuel costs have gone up by about 50, I think about 55%. And we just can't absorb it anymore. We really can't. Like, it'll be, be probably mid or even late this year before we get this, the next fair increase. And but people are going to say, why can't you absorb it? Everybody else has to absorb it. And, and I don't mean that in a bad way towards you, but but hopefully this will be only temporary, that the fuel prices, although it does look like it could be more long-term, to be honest with you. Well, I think, Niall, now, I, I know nothing about the oil business, but what I do know about is... It's 141, 141 a barrel today, I believe. Yeah, the stuff that we're using today in your in your um, that comes from into your fuel tank was like produced about six months ago, six, mm. four to six months ago. Like this, this stuff now that you, like if you put 10, 10 or 20 euros worth of fuel in today, that wasn't taken out of the ground last week. It was taken out of the ground six no, months yeah, ago. But, yeah, but the, here, and I explained this to somebody this morning. So you, what you're trying to say is like the garages got that for the old price. So why are they charging the new price, right? You know, but yeah. in saying that, when the fuel price drops and the bottle of, or the barrel of oil, the bottle of oil, the barrel of oil drops in price, say, let's say, say theoretically next week, it drops back down to one uh, $100 a gallon, right? Or a yeah. barrel well, they will drop the prices down immediately as well. So, yeah. in other words, they're paying extra but selling it cheaper. So, it does, it does balance out. Right. Okay. Well, we, we, can, we can agree on that. Mm-hmm. But I just think that... Um, but, but, I mean, like, by the way, I did read an article during the week, and, and I could be misquoted completely on this, but to land oil or crude oil in Ireland uh, per litre is costing eight cent. Yeah. So, that's, now, that's before it's processed. I'm sure the processing probably costs a few cents a litre. Yeah. And then the, the garage make their little couple of quid on it. And don't be fooled, by the way. You know, the, the garage do make a little bit extra because if it is more expensive, they have a markup. And maybe, it are, I don't know what the markup is, say 10, 10%, whatever it is. So, 10% of two euro is a lot more than 10% of 150. Yeah, exactly. And I, I, like, to be honest with you, though, I don't think garages actually make that much money on no, scale. I don't. think the majority of it is made on uh, what you buy in the shop. Absolutely. It's always more expensive. But yeah, just, but, yeah, but don't, don't be fooled either. They, yeah. I mean, it's massive turnover. Yeah, you know of what course, I mean? yeah. of course. Yeah, but go, just going back to ourselves now. See, now, it's come to the stage where ourselves, and like every, uh, everybody, 
you know, everything has gone up in price. Like, I, I have an, eight, an ATO-rated house, right? I, I, I'm actually in the lucky position where everything in my house is, is powered by electricity. I actually don't have a gas bill coming in. So, but my electricity bill last month was €450, Euro, and that's in an ATO-rated house. Mm-hmm. So I can just imagine someone that if they're in an older house, their bills are five or six or seven hundred euros. Yeah, like I, I still have to pay that out like everybody else. You know what I mean? And so what, what sort of heating have you got? It just uh, electric. I've got an underfloor heating, which I okay. absolutely hate because it takes. Yeah, but you've only, well, then you've only got the one bill, haven't you? Yeah, I've only got the one bill. Yeah, you know, but I've got. Um, I've got one of them heat pumps outside, which I absolutely hate, but that's yeah. another story for another day. But no, just, see, the simple fact is, Niall, air costs are going up and up and up and up and up all the time, and we just cannot absorb it. As taxi drivers, and I'm sure it's the same with the hauliers, we just can't keep absorbing this cost, because as, as I did a breakdown with yourselves a couple of, I think you, you touched on this a couple of months ago, we did a, a breakdown on it, and it's costing me roughly, with the extra cost now, of about two and a half grand a year. Mm-hmm. On fuel, yeah. that's what's cost me on fuel, and like how much that actually is tax, which is probably the well, it was one bulk of it, uh, in two liter, you're roughly paying one twenty in tax. Yeah, so you know, what I, I think mean? the excise duty is about fifty or sixty cents. Then you got yeah. the VAT on top of that. Then you got the yeah. environmental charges and the green tax. Yeah, so like for people like ourselves, like as I said, Niall, um, if we do get this fare increase due later on in the year, this is the fare increase that we were due in twenty nineteen. Now it's already going to be gobbled up straight away because the very fuel costs are running like everybody else's are running at 50%, and suddenly they're offering a 5% increase. You know, for, for taxi drivers, you know, it's just not worth our while. Like, we okay, let, let, well then, let me give you the alternate argument. So people listening at home, they're going to say, well, well, hold on, as a taxi driver, you're self-employed, so can you not claim that back in your taxes at the end I of the year? I claim some of it back in my taxes, not all of it. Mm-hmm. I can claim some of it back, but I still. I'm have assuming to you. Get, I, I'm assuming you can get eighty percent because, as a self-employed person, you would say eighty percent of the use of your vehicle is for professional use. No, not eighty percent. I think it's it's a good bit less than that. I know I can claim some of it back, but mm-hmm. it's a good bit less than that. But just talking about day to day, like my tax returns now. That'll be next year now, so I'll deal with my tax returns next year for this year. Yeah. But as in, like it's money. Today, I know now, it's money out of your pocket today. Like and, today now, like I actually have to go and fill up today and. When I'm actually driving around, you know, with, with fares on board, I'm actually kind of taking no. There's only one one particular chain I buy my fuel from because their fuel is just better quality. And uh, so, but which chain do you use, by the way? That's just Circle K. Circle K, okay. Now, actually, what a lot of people don't realise now is they're the only ones who actually Circle K are the only ones who actually bring fuel into Ireland. Everybody else buys from Circle K, mm-hmm. but everybody else puts their own little additives and markers into it. And Circle K have their own special one, which. You know, it's quite good for fuel systems in cars. So that's the reason why, you know, I, I personally, I buy it like, you know. Okay. But um, we, you know, I'm just in the position, and like every taxi driver, and I suppose every other motorist going around, that, you know, you're constantly watching the fuel prices because at the end of the day, you know, I'm putting in now an average of maybe just under 200 a week on fuel. But, you know, over the last couple of, like, you know, this time last year, that same fuel cost me 160. Yeah. And the year before that cost me 120. So it's gradually going up and up and up. And if it just comes to the stage, Niall, where, as, as I said for myself, if I'm not seeing less and less profits for the same hours, I'm going to say to myself, why am I going to bother? Now, the industry, air industry, like hospitality and all of that, is already struggling to get people because it's long hours, it's unsociable, and people are going to say, you know what? Why the hell would I want to do that job if I'm not making a decent profit? Because at the end of the day, I'm not out here for the good of my health. I'm out here to 
to make to, money. To yeah, make to money, living, like, yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah. To earn a living. Like, I'm not here for the good of my health. So, you know, and if I'm looking at my profits gradually going down and down and down every every day, every week, every month, I'm going to say to myself, why am I bothered? Why, so why so I what's the answer? Look, the Tanisha is aware there's a problem, clearly. Well, I think everyone's aware there's a problem. And, you know, and he said he has promised the government will make an intervention on fuel prices before the October budget. Now, mind you, that goes against what Michal Martin said two weeks ago when he turned around and said there'll be no more changes uh, to the October budget. But he said he wants to wait to see what the EU Commission paper on this is going to say before, before he makes a decision so he, every country can do this in unison. But in saying that, Poland have already reduced the price of excise duty and VAT. Uh, and other countries have already reduced some of the price of taxes to try and alleviate the problem for its citizens. Well, we haven't. Fine. The reason why they won't do it now is because of the Green Party. The Green Party are the ones who hold the power in government. Not Fianna Fáil, not Fianna Gael. So do you reckon the Green Party are delighted to see this because it's pushing us... Of course they are. Because they're trying to push everybody onto, you know, as you said, EVs uh, on the public transport. And the simple fact is this. If the government say, right, we're going to do this to reduce fuel by 20 cents, the Green Party will say, absolutely not. We're pulling our government. You're breaking your promise to us. You're reducing these green taxes. You're breaking your promise to us. They'll pull out government, the government collapses, Fianna Fáil, Fianna Gael disappear. No, no, they, they could turn around and reduce the VAT rate from 23% to 10%, for example, temporarily, uh, while the crisis uh, is currently happening, and then say, well, look, we'll review it again in six months' time. Yeah, no, that would be great. It'd be great if they did that. Like, if they just said, listen, we're going to do this, we're going to re- reduce it now, next month, until October. Well, no, 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 we'll forget about it. the next month. They need to do it at midnight tonight. But, but well, go on, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but I'm, I'm, I'm just saying, like, you know... It'll be 250 this, they reckon, before the end of the month. Yeah, like, you know, it's correct, like... How, well, well, well like, hang on, because I want to go to other people as well, but stay there, James. So, James, what you're telling me is taxi drivers are now calling for a one euro surcharge, and I can understand why, uh, to some degree, uh, to cover the extra costs. Stay there for a second. Tracy, you're an Ireland's classic kid. Say you doing, Tracy? I'm fine, now. How are you? Now, you do multiple trips at once. Yeah. Okay, so how come, or what's the reason for you travelling so much? Um, the kids. Oh, the kids. Children. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> um, different schools. Won- You're like a taxi schools. driver. Yeah. Exactly. I, I have one in play school in Babrigan. I have one in primary school in one end of Lusk. And I have another one in the secondary school at the other end of Lusk. They all have different drop times. My husband works. So we have to have the two cars because where we live, there's no public transport. Okay. Um. And I'm on the road. Yeah, and, and the mu- multiple short trips. The multiple short yeah. trips are worse than the, the single long trips. You know what I mean? Yes. And it, and it does add up. And, and you know, your stop start and whatever, it does add on the yeah. with the, the petrol cost. But we we bought back in September um, because I had an accident two years ago and broke my ankle um, so badly that I needed an automatic. automatic. I can't use the clutch anymore. Yeah, yeah. So we decided to make the change and get a hybrid okay and um, got a lovely little hybrid fantastic car absolutely brilliant and it was robbed last week it was robbed it was robbed from the garden last week oh yeah. no I'm so sorry to hear that yeah any, um, any sign of it no no sign of it no sign of it at all but it, it what, did what, make what sort a of car was it what sort of, what sort of car a little Toyota Aqua a Toyota Aqua yes Okay, do you want to give it, it's up to you, but if you want to give out the edge of the car, you can. No, no it's, it's not going to make a difference, to be okay. honest. Okay, um, okay, it's entirely the, the guards and uh, Gammons and Dublin City Council are all, they have a note of the reg, so if it turns up, they'll... Right, okay. And um, okay. they'll, they'll notify us, but it's the thing of, we, we made that choice of getting that car to be more economical with the cost of the fuel back then. Yep. 
and then the price of it now it's gone horrendous yeah like it, it's just we were driving home from my uncle's yesterday afternoon um, and we came through Minalty I think it is and it was 205 was the price of petrol down there oh my so I mean it's mm. already in certain parts of the country the price has gone over the 2 euro yeah it depends on where you buy it yeah the garage some garages take yeah. advantage of it yeah of course yeah yeah, it, it has gone up. Um, but, you know, I mean, but I have no choice. I have to be in the car. I have to bring the kids to school. I can't stay at home and say, well, you know, I can only bring them to school three or four days a week um, because I don't have an option. Like, I have to bring them. And you're obviously at a limited budget as a family. You have your other bills. Yeah, to pay, I mean, course. because I'm staying home, because I'm constantly in and out of hospital appointments with the two, the youngest and the oldest. Yeah. Um. So I have to be at home. I can't get a job at the moment. Yeah, no, I um, get that. I did have a part-time job, but it's that I had to give that up. Yeah. You know, um, so you just... We're trying to figure out how we're going to manage it now because, it, as I said, my husband has the care and I have the care and we both have to fill that care every week. So what do you say to Leo Varadkar who says, you know, they're going to examine us? They're going to examine us. It needs to be done before... October. It needs to be done before next month. I'm not being funny, but the government are in a position where they don't have to pay for their expenses. No. Their car and their car petrol or, or diesel costs are paid by the government, by the taxpayers. And that's a, that's a fair point. Sorry, Tracy makes a fair point, James, that the government and government ministers and no harm to them, Leo Varadkar, yeah. they're disconnected. In other words, you know, they don't have to worry, James, coming down in the morning, have they got 20 euro or 50 euro? Yeah, well, 20 wouldn't get you much nowadays, wouldn't get you across the road. 50 euro for oh. diesel. They don't have to worry about that, James. Yeah, I know. And sure, look, if you look at um, the, the Taoiseach, the Taunish, and the Minister for um, Finance and the... Minister for Foreign Affairs all have state cars. Yeah, so they and they drive. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah like, so they they definitely have to wouldn't have to worry about. It. And as 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 that girl has said, and I'm sorry for the loss of our car. Um, yeah. Everybody has um, like all the the TDs senators. All of them will be able to claim mileage, so it's nothing to them. They wouldn't really yeah. care about the price of it because they. Can well, I'm, I'm not saying they don't care, but maybe they don't feel the pinch the way you feel it and the way Tracy feels it. Well, yeah, okay, maybe I'm just using the wrong word there. Maybe they just don't feel it as, as the rest of us do. And, you know, there's, there's tens of thousands of other people. But as as she said, and like something needs to be done fairly mm-hmm. rapidly. Like, we can't wait till October because, you know, it's just like everything is, is going up in prices. You said earlier on because 95% of the goods in this country are moved by road. Yeah. Like, they're moved by diesel trucks. And truckers are the same. They're, they're complaining about the price of fuel. Like, they just, they're just going to keep passing the cost of everything on to us everything onto the retailer. And, and it's going to come to a stage where inflation is already the highest it's been in nearly 20 years. I mean, look, you now, know, I mean, look at my situation. So I, I'm coming in and out of here every day. So I use the tunnel four times a day because I'm in there twice a day, right? Yeah. Uh, and people often say, well, then don't use the tunnel. It's three euro a pop to use the tunnel. Well, don't, well, then if I don't use the tunnel, I have to go around and go through town. I'd use up the extra three euros worth of fuel actually going the other way, if you know what yeah. I mean. So yeah. between the tunnel, which costs me about 270 a month and 550 a month for diesel, uh, because obviously I, I have to, somewhere to live, so I have yeah. to drive to it. It's eight hundred and twenty a month. Yeah, like that's a that's a small mortgage. It <laughs> is. Do like, you know what I mean? You know, my my fuel bill would be just a slight bit more than that. Like, it would be yeah, it wouldn't we wouldn't be far off. And now for me, when I generally use the tunnel, like any taxi driver, it's put down as a toll, so that doesn't affect us. 
Mm-hmm. But you know, just the, the main thing would be would be the fuel cost, like 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 affecting everybody. So yeah, yeah. And so so Tracy, how much are you spending yeah. a week between yourself and your partner? Because obviously he's going to work. You're saying so between the two yeah. years, how much are you spending on petrol and diesel? Um, well, for my for my car previous to this week when when I had it, I used to spend anywhere from to thirty to forty euro. That was on the hybrids. Um, that was good, and that's yeah. on the hybrid. And because, I mean, the majority of my trip when I'm coming back from dropping the little one to play school because it's downhill all the way, yeah. I am majority in the in the electric mode, so it's great. Um, but my husband has a vehicle care. He can put anywhere up to 78 euros a week into that car. Yeah. Just going in and out to So work. what are you using at the moment since your car was robbed, by the way? Um, I have got a car rental from the insurance at the moment, and luckily enough, they gave me a hybrid. Okay, so <laughs> you're still on the 30 or 40. So, but between still, the two of you, you're spending you know, 110 a week. Yeah, yeah, and that's not really, that's not Ken, that's just literally school runs and um, yeah. going to work. So, 400, 450 like a month. Yeah, I know, and I get we, it, yeah. We went to my uncle's in Cavan, and it cost me an extra 30 euros to get, you know, to make sure that we weren't going to run out during the week. Yeah. He put an extra 30 euros into the car. Even knowing that, you know. And what what is your heating, by the way? What sort of heating have you got? I have the same as that gentleman there. I have the air exchange heat. Okay. Um, okay. We're in a new house, so it's okay. very well insulated. Um, typically, for the most part, the heating doesn't actually come on unless it drops below twenty one degrees. Um, and okay. the house is always warm. So I know there's I'm people at home going twenty one degrees. That's a comfort, but they, they yeah. yeah. But that's it. Like I mean, it, it it is. I am blessed in that way because otherwise, in that in our old house, we could be paying six hundred euros a month with heating and electricity. Like yeah, because it was so. It was so. It was a fairly old house. It didn't have as much inflation. And I would dread to think if we still live there now at the moment, what the bill would be for the heat. All right, well, listen, guys, thank you very much indeed, James, for coming on there. James, with the taxi drivers, the prices are going up. Well, they're looking for a one euro increase uh, or surcharge to cover the cost of fuel. Uh, and they're probably looking for an increase anyway. They haven't had it in quite a long time. Tracy, just as a mum, bringing her kids back and forward to school and having a husband who goes out to work every day, it's costing her over, uh, well, roughly around 450 to four, 500 a month uh, for fuel, just for the cars, just for transport, because she's no other way of getting around. And that's the way this is affecting everybody. Um, it's a massive increase on people's budget, family budget, and people just can't afford it. Leo Varga says he's going to do something about it, but it doesn't look like he's going to do something immediately about it, does it really, to be honest with you? Hi, Niall. Um, I'm at work, so I can't really um, come on and have a discussion about the uh, price of diesel and petrol, but it is absolutely disgraceful. But I was just thinking, you know, um, instead of everybody getting out and protesting about this like the truck drivers did, um, what about if everybody asked that they could work at home um, for the next uh, week and um, basically cut down on the amount of fuel that they're using and then the government would be um, not getting those taxes like they didn't get for the two years that people had to stay at home. Um, you know, it has been done before, it can be done and that way it would benefit everybody. It would benefit the person working, having to drive in and out to work. It would benefit the employer because obviously people have to, you know, pay those extra, um, uh, the extra money for whatever services that they're they're using um and therefore uh, maybe the truck drivers could stop at the same time for that particular week you know on and off sporadically um with their Mm -hmm. deliveries and things like that and just so that there is less fuel being used over the week period and then if it doesn't get reduced then repeat it again you know on a weekly basis um at the first week of every month or something 
you know, um, but something definitely has to be done. It is not fair um, that there is so much oil and, and fuel out there and that everybody has been um, charged so much for it. Thanks a million and love the show always. Bye. There you go. Hey, Dave here. Apple Green have diesel at 184. Any tow pass I passed this morning have it up over 190. So I'd be telling people to, to go with Apple Green at the moment. And if people keep saying it's going to be 250 by the next week or by the end of the month, they're just going to keep putting it up. The government won't do a bloody thing about it. Cheers. Good luck. In relation to this idea of, and I just want to be fair to all, to Apple Green and Topaz and everybody else, and they all put the prices up at different times. I understand that some are more expensive than others. It depends on where they're getting their fuel from. Now, obviously, James mentions a lot of them get it from Circle K, the same distributors. But in saying that, it depends on how much they're buying, what prices they're getting it for. So they all don't pay the same price for it. So it, it, it's a little bit unfair. And say smaller garages that wouldn't have a, as big a shop or forecourt shop, they charge a bit more for fuel because they have to. Whereas the larger garages, for example, that might have the Burger Kings in it and the, you know, the, the likes of the Apple Greens, you know, they could probably afford to do a little bit better because, of course, they make money out of you other ways. So uh, there is swings and roundabouts and you have to be conscious. I, I don't agree unless somebody's completely taken the piss. If you see a garage, they charge in 210 at the moment or something like that, or 205 even, as somebody mentioned earlier on. Well, they're clearly taking the piss. I don't agree necessarily with like a boycotting garages or moving around. I think to be fair to the garages, this is not their fault. Yes, they're making a bit of extra money. Uh, don't be fooled by that because they make a markup. It's a percentage. So if they're on at 5 or 10% or whatever it is, it's 5 or 10% of 2 euro rather than 5 or 10% of 150. So they are making more money uh, and they have a massive turnover. But in saying that, the markup on diesel and petrol and fuel is not much. It's very low in comparison, say, to the markup on a bar of chocolate. Uh, the number is 87 What should the government do? And I want to know, have you... The main question I'm asking today is, they're saying that people should, you know, budget. We should change the way we do things because of the rising fuel costs. In other words, make less trips, use public transport more. This is what the Green Party would probably tell us as well. Uh, the number is 87 Have you changed the way you travel? Are you using public transport? Are you buying a bit less and not making those extra trips that you would have made before? Or maybe not even seeing people because you can't afford to drive to them. The number is 87 And what a good idea. Let's everybody do a kind of strike, I suppose, if that's what she's suggesting, that we all work from home, or those that can and did during the pandemic, for one week. So the government suffer a little bit to give them the message that we need them to do something for us. All right, keep WhatsApping, keep texting the numbers 087 uh, Some of the messages, by the way, coming in on WhatsApp here as well. Uh, I can't talk on the air because of my job, but as a community-based palliative care nurse, I drive for a living. I put up huge miles each week. My mileage petrol costs from the HSE haven't increased in years. I get almost nothing in comparison to what it costs us. It's gotten so bad, it's barely worth my while looking uh, for the mileage at the end of the month. It's actually costing me to work now. It's making me consider leaving my job. Uh, what will it be like when it goes up to fifty? Absolutely. I mean, that's shocking. Shocking. And that person obviously needed in the community to look after people. Palliative care people who are near death, for God's sake. And the government's still doing nothing about it. Karen, you're an Ireland's class of kids. How are you doing, Karen? I'm good, Niall. How are you? Good. Now, Karen, are you in a position where you spend a lot of money on fuel? Um, yeah. Yeah, like I'd be up and down the M50. Like I was up and down the M50 three times last week okay. um, going to hospital appointments for one of the kids um, and that's n- not going to change you know I'm, you have to do that yes. that's life yeah so I have to do that I've no choice but between the tolls I mean I've passed through two tolls 
um, the M50 toll and then one at the M3. Um, so that's the toll four times okay. in one trip and then up and down to Crumlin. And how much, how much and are the tolls now? What's the, how much is the M50 toll these um, days? One of them, one of, it's one of them, one, 220 or... Okay. Because I have the, the tag, so I don't really pay too much attention to it. Okay. Um, and then the M50, is the M53 something? How much is the M50, Ashling, nowadays? Have you any idea? You use that a lot. I think it's 310. Okay, okay. Well, well, either way, you're paying probably nearly a fiver. It's a fiver. Yeah. yeah, fiver each time I use the yeah. toll. So, yeah. uh, all round trip. And then the trip from where I am to Crumlin is about, what, 130 kilometres mm-hmm. round trip. Okay. Um, and that was three times last week. Okay. So that's, you know, that's, costs, that's cost you, whatever, 30 or 40 in diesel. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, but I couldn't get over the jump in it there last week in particularly. Um, just the difference. I put 50 quid in that and I barely brought it up to the halfway point. Yeah, I know. Um, the half mark on the car, I couldn't get over. I was shocked. I'm like, I have to do these trips. I don't have a choice. Like, you know, I live in the countryside. That's our choice. It was cheaper for us to live where we live yeah. instead of buying a house in Dublin City, um, you know, at colossal prices for houses so we chose to live in the countryside that was our choice but there's no huge benefit of living here now because you don't have public transport that's fine you know that when you live somewhere where I live so you have to drive everywhere so there's no compensation made for that Okay so you've no way of adjusting your lifestyle to reduce those costs No No and then I have the school runs and next year I'll have three separate pick up times again that's just life that is the way it is but I'll have to get into the car three times or four times in a day, once to drop the kids off, and then three separate pick-up times. And you say you're on diesel or petrol? Diesel, okay. Yeah. At least that's a little bit cheaper. At least a little bit cheaper, yeah. yeah. But I was only saying to my husband diesel the other day, there'll be no cutting the grass this summer. <laughs> there'll be no going down and filling the billy can with a couple <laughs> of litres. Yeah, no. But it's, it's, I can't get over it. It's ridiculous. And then you have other little things, like you have other little GP appointments that I'd have to go to, or... Um, you might go in there to the chemist to collect different medications and stuff that I don't have a choice. I have to do these things. I can't just say, you know, oh, sure, I'll leave that and I'll do it all well, together. See, or, what I can't you know. understand is the reluctance of the government to step in and do something because here's the thing, right? And by the way, somebody said apparently the Hungarian government have capped fuel at 1.30 and I know the Polish government reduced the VAT as far as I know and other governments are doing things to try and help mm. people, right? If we reduce the VAT for example, the VAT rate, temporarily. Um, yeah. You know, I'm remembering we're paying 120 on every two litre in tax, yeah. right? So we've reduced the VAP for 20% down to we probably get it back down to 150 again. The government are still making the same amount of money they made four months ago. Do you understand yeah. what I'm saying? So they're still yeah. making the same amount of money because it's still 150. So what I'm saying, what I can understand is why they just don't do it. Why this, you know, this procrastinating constantly yeah. all the time. I mean, the government are saying they're going to wait for the EU to bring out this uh, EU Commission paper on us, right? Why do we have to wait for everybody else? Well, well see, here's why the thing. When, you know. when COVID was coming along, and it was for public health, right, inverted commas, we could yeah. make decisions overnight. Yeah. We, you know, yeah. we closed things down overnight. We opened things up overnight. We brought in, uh, yeah. you know, COVID certs overnight. We brought in managing hotel quarantine overnight. We did all those yeah. things overnight. But yeah. yet, we can't do these things overnight. No, and, and it's ridiculous. Like, people as well, people want to go places. We've been locked up for two years. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, now we've our freedom back, and it's, oh, we're just going to charge you for that. Yeah. You, like, there's no sense to it. There's no logic behind it. And in some cases, it is a matter of life or death. 
You know what I mean? Yes. Absolutely, because as you rightly said, and that nurse who texted about palliative care, it is a matter yeah. of life and death. You Absolutely. know, and it is important. And yeah. I mean, and it's an extra, whatever it's costing you, an extra 30 quid a week, maybe it's costing yeah. you at the moment. You know, that's out of your family budget. Yeah. Which is limited. Yeah. What are you heating your house with, by the way? Um, we have, so we have solar panels. We have... Jase, look at the last three callers. You're all very eco-friendly on the air today. No. Do you know what? Biggest waste of money. What, the solar panels? Yeah, they're great in the summer if you have a really hot day. But I mean, who wants a pipe and hot shower during the summer? <laughs> right. They're useless during the so winter. The, so these solar panels you have are just for heating water? They're just for heating water, yeah. And um, then we have a stove with a back boiler. So when the stove lights, we have that will heat the radiators. Okay. But we also have oil. Okay, so... But I, I'm extremely conscious now of not putting the oil on. Right, okay. You know, it's an extra jumper. Not that, look, nobody's starving in our house, but I'm just listen to the news and I just I can't just throw the heating on for an hour because it's a bit chilly yeah. stick on an extra jumper you'd be grand what's the temperature in your house uh, oh I don't know it's, it's fine it's grand like you know because no, no, you know, most freezing. people nowadays know the temperature they have these gauges on their walls 20, no, 21 is the recommendation isn't it it's probably around that a bit yeah. warmer than that I'd say yeah but I know people um, people are people are at 16 and 17 degrees constantly all the time because they can't afford to turn it on so much to turn it off no yeah. look we're fine in that regard and then We've we have two fires, so I would light the fire quicker than putting the oil on because mm-hmm. we have a lock of turf outside. So yeah, no, but the point about <laughs> really lighting, country living. Lighting, lighting fires nowadays. Well, I know you have the stove, which is not too bad. Yeah, because it's at least it's sealed, but still a lot of the heat goes out through the roof. You know. Yeah, no, it does. The stove is grand because like that, it's contained and mm. there's, a, there's a purpose behind it. You're not just lighting it. Yeah, you know, it's heating radiators and stuff. So yeah, yeah, that's fine. Solar panels wouldn't do that again. Okay, so, so um, the point you're making, similar to our previous callers, you can't change your lifestyle. No, no. Yeah, so you have to pay. But it. I am very conscious now of not putting the heat on, switching off lights constantly. You know, the kids come down and every light comes on in the morning. You know, I'm running around after them switching. And I so like my father. My father used to do that. He used to, my I father know, used to follow I, people around the house turning off I lights. I wouldn't have never <laughs> been like that. I love nothing more than all the lamps on and people when it's getting <laughs> dark and the house looks lovely and cosy, but... For what? Yeah, my father. My father used to always say, "No, when you knock off the landing light, you could land a plane in this house with so many lights on." That's what he says. (laughs) (laughs) Karen, thanks for that. Just coming into the summer, so okay. Well, hopefully that'll make things a little bit easier for us. Listen, thanks very much indeed, Karen. But when it comes to driving the car, she has to bring the kids to the hospital. She has to do all those journeys. It's a 130-mile round trip. Uh, Karen has spoken to us before about, by the way, her her child and and the reasons she has to go to the hospital. So the number is 087-188-0008. Are you in that situation? The government would have us believe that we should just adjust the way we live. You know what I mean? Change, use public transport a little bit more. Don't use as much fuel if necessary. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. hi Niall. Um, I'm not actually having a go with the taxis I was now, but um, uh, I was at the last two protests there now, um, and I only drive a small little van. You know, we need a big, big protest in Dublin. We need, you know, every truck, lorry, car, tractor, you name it. It's coming up now to the busy season now for the farmers for silage, etc. And especially with the price of diesel. No, it's okay for them clowns up and, and the dog there to have their free diesel. But uh, we need to get a big protest in Dublin and it has to be a big one. So we need everyone up there and try and get this diesel down once and for all. Thank you. Bye bye.
All right, some of our messages coming in by email as well. Hi, Niall. My son is an apprentice carpenter from Cork. He's in a FOSS course in Limerick until May. He drives up and down every single day and his petrol is costing €110 Euro a week. It's crazy. They're looking for young people to do apprenticeships with fuel prices this high. How can young girls and boys actually afford it? Well, the problem is they can't actually afford it. Andy, be with you in a second. Hi, Niall. At work, Jimmy and Charleville. Um, I reckon we deserve everything we get from this government. Sometime last year, towards the end of the year, truck drivers blockaded Dublin Port and people were given out left, right and centre about, I can't get here, I can't get there, instead of everybody joining in the protest and shutting the country for a couple of days to bring them to their senses. I honestly don't know why we're actually paying the government at all if Leo Varadkar has to wait until Europe tells us what to do before he can do anything to help people. Thanks. Andy, you're on Ireland's Classic Kids. How are you doing, Andy? Not too bad now. It's been a couple of years since the last boat. How are you keeping? I'm, ke- I'm keeping well, Andy. It has been a while. I do remember your voice now, yes. So you're a truck driver. Yeah, I'm a truck driver. And regarding the taxi drivers, they're looking for more money. Now, I just I can't comprehend that, to be fair, now, you know. Well, it's a surcharge they're looking for to cover the cost. I understand that, but... With me being a truck driver and so many other thousands, hundreds of thousands of other truck drivers, we're all on a timer. So basically, we have a driver's card that we have to stick in, Nile. I'm not sure if you know. But basically, we stick a driver's card in and four and a half hours, mm-hmm. four and a half hours we can drive, then we have a break. Taxi drivers can wait round the clock if they want. Yeah. To be fair, you know? Yeah. So they they, they, they could wait for, for instance... They yeah, but, but, but to be fair, Andy, uh, to be fair, why should they have to do, say, an extra hour's work to make up the money that it's cost them extra in fuel? I mean, well, to, to be fair to them. To be fair, Niall, I don't know many people are on 50, 60 euros an hour. If you think about it, you, you, you have a good couple of hours on taxi and, and you're averaging 10 or 12 or 15 euros pay drop and you do mm. five or six of them in an hour do the math to be fair i don't know many people on that kind of money now to be fair you know okay well i don't think they're all making that in fairness Andy. well no they wouldn't be all making that but on a good stint on a good few hours they would okay but how is but how is it affecting you as a truck driver i'm sure it's affecting whether the company you're working for are you work for yourself or are you working for a company no i'm working for a company you know but yeah. at the end of the day every all cost all costs have gone up, mm-hmm. you know, and the, the wages aren't going up. No. You know, but... Um, well, there's a severe, well, there's a, severe drivers, sh- a severe shortage of truck drivers, isn't there? Well, yeah, this is, this is the problem. Mm. The average you age know? of the truck drivers increased, by the way, because uh, it's a dying... When I say a dying trade, it's a trade a lot of young people don't want to go into. A dying breed, unfortunately, but yeah, uh, yeah. I suppose in time to come, there'll be trucks driving themselves. Well, but maybe, yeah. Maybe. In my lifetime, I'll be okay, and yours, I'd say, now. You know? Yeah, probably we'll be safe enough, Andy. Uh, so do you believe the government should intervene and reduce the price? Because it's not just the taxi drivers. You've been listening today to people who are trying well, to go about their daily lives and bring kids to hospital or whatever it happens to be, and it's, it's affecting them too. You see, I'm not just categorising the taxi drivers. It's the government's fault we're in this situation. We have the reserves out there in the Atlantic Sea, but they're not using them because they don't have the facilities. They, they don't have the machinery to do it. They have to employ someone else. And there's billions upon billions of pounds of the stuff out there. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, but yeah, they don't want to, you know, they don't want to go for it, drill it, However, which way you want to put well, it? You the, know? Well, the Green Party won't be encouraging that anyway. Not at all, no. No. 
So they're lining their pockets where everyone else is suffering. It's um, it's a disgrace, you know. And we uh, there's and not only that, we've got eighty thousand Ukrainians coming here. Nothing against them. It's terrible what's gone on, but that's another scenario. But they can't house their own people, the Irish people. Okay, okay. I, I, I will get into that again, by the way. I don't want to talk about that right now today, but I know you're, the figures are anywhere between twenty and 80,000 people I've heard, you know, talked about refugees who will be coming into Ireland. And, of course, everybody deserves our support if they're in need. But, of course, we have to use our heads as well. And I get that, Andy. Uh, and we do have our own problems in this country. Hey, and I'll just on the, the fuel prices, like this, it's absolutely crippling me. And at the moment, I don't have a choice. But to be able to drive, I, as I said to you, before, you know, I, I dropped one child up to horse school, which is a 25-minute drive. And then I have to, from horse school, I have to drive from basically from Tala to Island Bridge every morning with my son. Because um, he goes to a special school and it's down in Island Bridge. And then I have to bring him home and then I have to collect her. And my petrol or diesel, sorry, it's a diesel car, has actually gone from... It used to be, I think it was, it used to only be about 35, 40 a week. It's actually gone to 70 euros a week. It's crippling. That's the way it is with a lot of people at the moment. Sadly, it is crippling everybody. Michelle, you're in Ireland's classic hits. How are you doing, Michelle? I'm not so bad, Mel. How are you? Well, I had planned to end this topic before the break, but unfortunately, so many people want to talk to us about how fuel costs are affecting them. It's very difficult for me to do that, and I'm sure it's affecting everybody. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Uh, like I mean, at the moment, uh, I'm using forty euros worth of uh, kerosene a week to heat my house. Okay, that's expensive uh, enough, isn't it? It is very expensive now. Um, and even at that, my heating is only up to like at the most eighteen by night, and during the day, it's seventeen. Okay. Now, so you're not. I, so you're not even. It's not like you're walking around in a sauna or anything like that. Yeah. No, not at all. Uh, quite uh, the opposite, really. Um, yeah. Like, I have a condition as well called uh, cryoglobulinemia. Okay. And it's a rare blood disorder where um, the antibodies, cryoglobulins in the blood, they clump together when it's cold. Okay. Now, the thing with having a condition like that is you're at risk of um, blood clots, you're at risk of... Oh, yeah, like your risk of stroke because if it... So are you, are you taking blood thinners then constantly all the time? No, no, I'm not. Okay. I'm not. I just have to make sure that I keep myself warm yeah. all the time okay. and go So what are you doing, sitting there watching the telly with a quilt around you all day? Yeah, basically. That's what <laughs> okay. I do. Okay. I do. Okay. Yeah, you shouldn't I have to be living like that, won't you? Yeah. No, I shouldn't have to. But look, you know, when when needs must, you have to adjust, you know. I mean, as mm-hmm. well as that then, I have got mobility issues, but not mobility issues that would fall into the the remiss of being in the primary yeah. primary medical cert thing. Okay, so are you, are you working at the moment, Michelle? No, no I'm not. Disability. I haven't been able to work for the past five years. Okay, and, and, and have you got a, have you got a, I'm sorry to be asking you personal questions, but have you got a partner? Is he working or have you, have you got? Uh, we actually were separated. Uh, okay, so it's just yourself. That. You're on your own there, are you? Yeah. Okay, yeah, so, so, you, so you're living on a disability payment, I assume. 
Yeah. Yeah, I'm on 218, I think it is a week. Now, I wouldn't, you would have got a fuel allowance, obviously, for a certain period of the year, but that's not going to cover yep. your 40, uh, 40 a, uh, a week. No, not at all. I mean, that's, that's, it's actually gone all the way, to yeah, be honest. Course, yeah. uh, so, you're, so it's, you're, you, you are obviously struggling then. Oh, yeah, without a doubt, because, I mean, like, with having disability issues, I actually have, you know, like, I have to rely on my car for getting me to hospital appointments and mm-hmm. stuff like that, you know? Yeah. So, like, it, it's crippling me at both sides. Well, when you're only getting, what's a 220 a, a week in disability, is that what you get, 220 or something? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, every couple of quid, even if it's a five or extra a week on diesel for your car and maybe a ten or extra a week on diesel for your home or kerosene for your home, which is essentially diesel anyway. I mean, that's 15 quid a week out of 220. That's a lot when you only have 220 a week to play with. You know what I mean? It is, without a doubt. I mean, this time last year, I was only putting 20 euro kerosene a week into my, yeah. my, my tank. Yeah. You know? And I mean, that was plenty. But it is after doubling. And I mean, when you look at the price of like both fuels now for the car and for the house, and then you've got the electric and... That's all going up too, yeah, yeah. Luckily, I'm not a drinker or smoker, thankfully, because... You know, I I wouldn't be able to afford it anyway. Well, you're going to get so, to well. They, the president has just signed the bill there, by the way, to give everybody two hundred euro off their energy bill. That's a one-off payment. Well, you're not going to get the payment; it'll just come off your bill. But that's not going to make a huge difference to your life, is it really? No, it won't. Because I mean, to be honest, I I like to pay you know ten twenty euro every week off my bills because that way I don't have a big bill coming to me mm-hmm. for anything. So yeah, yeah it's just like. This country is absolutely, it's, I think it's crippling everyone. I think I heard that it's the third most expensive country. Probably. In, well, yeah, they, they, they believe, I think I read an article the other day, by 2026, it'll be the, one of the most expensive countries in the world to live in. Yeah, I mean, that's insane. <laughs> it is insane. You know, absolutely I mean, insane. Like, and as well, on top of it, we had, you know, the Brexit thing, which mm-hmm. means... Everything in this country went up in price anyway. Well, it's going to go up even more now because, of course, the the higher the diesel prices go, uh, the more it costs to get those food uh, the food onto the shelves yeah. in the shops. So they'll have to pass the cost on eventually. I actually don't know what they're expecting people to live on. I mean, it's grand for them. Well, that's what I'm saying, Michelle. It's going to get worse if it's if it's forty quid for your heating now. It'll be fifty quid in a month's time. Do you understand what I'm saying? So it, it's yeah. going to go up. It's only it's only yeah. going in one direction. Okay. It, it's crazy. Okay, well, listen, I'm glad and I hope the powers to be are listening to people like yourself, Michelle, today talking about how it's affecting them. Uh, thank you, Michelle, for that. Let me go to Aaron, finally, in relation to the fuel costs. Aaron, you're an Ireland's classic. How are you doing, Aaron? I'm not too bad, Niall. How are you? Good. Now, you're a self-employed bread man. Yeah, I am indeed. Okay, am so indeed. are you going door to door? No, 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 no. I, all, all the shops. All the big shops, all okay. the retail shops. All right, because remember the old bread man used to come to your door years ago. Do you remember your mother went by the... By the t- <laughs> go and get me a turnover. Get me a turnover. <laughs> if only it was that easy now, Nile. <laughs> I used to be sent out and your mum would have the wooden trays in the back of the van. You remember all the bread? <laughs> yeah. And I'd be sent out to get the turnover and before I'd get into the house, I'd pull the... We used to call it the lick, right? Which was the bit of dough in the centre of the turnover. You know, the little bit of dough. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'd pull it off and I'd eat it and I'd get into the house and my mother go, where's the lick gone off it? And I go, I don't know. You know your father. She says to me, You know your father loves that. Why did you eat it? <laughs>
<laughs> Sorry, anyway, to get back. Sorry, I digress. Uh, you're you're okay, so, but the cost of diesel is having a knock-on effect oh, on you, obviously. It's, it's huge, it's huge. Like, when I started off doing this, like, I'm only, I'm only self-employed coming up on, it's my first year being self-employed. Okay. And I, I started off at 100, 160 to fill every week. Now it's gone from that, and now I'm paying out just, just, just over 300 euro a week. 300 euro a week it's a lot yeah, of money yeah. a week on top of that then I've got the oil oil central heating in the house there's one income which is my own um, <clears throat> looking after our household with three kids yeah. house to maintain yeah. just the prices are going up and up and up and any little bit that's the, the cost of actually going to work the is cost you... it's costing me a fortune it's yeah. costing me an absolute mm-hmm. fortune yeah well, so I, I mean, uh, I, I mentioned it there earlier on, just in my own personal circumstances, it cost me 800 quid to come to work. Crazy. A, a month. That's including no. diesel, 500 in diesel, and no. uh, 300 in the toll. Before I even, before I even make it, before I even make a penny, it's cost me 1,200 a month on, on yeah. diesel alone. That's just diesel. That's excluding the Tells. oil central heating for the house and the electricity bill has gone through the roof. You know, I've maintenance for, for or not maintenance, sorry, but uh, childcare for me, for my daughter, you know, there's, there's just, yeah, it's just nuts. It's just absolutely. And if it, go, if it gets worse, know. is it going to put you I, out of business? I, 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 uh, at the moment, I'm just about keeping head above water. Um, but the way it's carrying on, it's just it's killing the business. It's absolutely killing. It's not just me. Like I heard the taxi drivers on there earlier on. Like of course it's affecting them. Like mm. nine, nine, like all their all their income is from driving. Yeah, their diesel costs are going through the roof. Like people, a lot of people come on this station and they think that oh, a taxi man, but they're forgetting about the outgoings of a taxi driver as well. Not just myself. Same with truck drivers. Same with all that. There's massive, massive outgoings before we even make a single penny. And look, that you know? has to be passed on because as a obviously your delivery costs and and you want to be competitive, obviously to stay in the yeah, game. Yeah, of course, of course, you can't be you can't be over pricing yourself out of the market either. Like you're trying to sustain a business, and for that you have to keep in balance with all the opposition, mm-hmm. you know. And the way it's going, Jesus Christ, it's it's. it's and how how does that? I'm just curious now how it works. Do you have like a pitch? Uh, have you? Did you buy a kind of round of yeah, somebody? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, okay. it's a route, route, okay. same thing. And okay. and basically, you have your contracted to certain shops, and then you have you know your your set route, certain okay. amount of calls. It's so the it's same c- with all, all self-employed bread. And what is it? Is it just bread and cakes, or do you do other stuff too? Bread, sauces, burger buns, and um, all that type of stuff. I I don't I don't. Uh, near the cakes at all okay I, I just stay with the, the likes of Brax and mm. Brax soda breads all that brown white bread all that type of crack alright okay. Um, okay don't touch anything else okay I was going to say if you did do a few cakes you could drop a few into us here <laughs> <laughs> can't beat an old donut during the day you know what I mean Ashling's partial to the odd tea cake as well every now and again or I, cupcake yeah, I, I just think now, I just think now the government like uh, people are going on about the government and all this but, uh, but I do believe they could be doing a hell of a lot more whether it's like, like the likes of myself like this 200 euro well the obvious the thing is to reduce the tax electricity crap but that's just a one-off payment, that's not worth a shite to no, half the people. That's not worth a shite. You're right. It's not worth an absolute shite to half the people in Ireland. They could be doing a lot more dipping their hands in their pockets. The, the likes of myself, truck drivers, all the self-employed guys, you know, I'm speaking for, for, for us alone. The VAT, our VAT is huge, mm-hmm. huge. Then the income tax on top of that, you have our income, all, all this type, the tax on fuel, the VAT on fuel, 
this, they could be easily cutting that. Cutting that. I'm well, not I mean, I mean, that I, I've suggested already the, the easiest way to do it would be not just the excise duty, but to cut the VAT down to 10% uh, from 23%. Yeah, definitely. Uh, and that will bring the price down to about 150 and, But here's the thing, right? And this is why I don't understand the government not doing it. They're not going to make less money because fuel was, what, 150 a litre going back mm-hmm. there a few months ago. It's gone up, obviously, drastically in the last couple of months. So they're still making the same money they were making when it was 150. Do you understand I, what I'm saying? I, I went on holidays now two weeks ago and it was my first first breakaway first week off I had in 15 months and my fuel was it was 150 if I'm not mistaken 153.9 a litre mm-hmm. I'm seeing that in the last two weeks go from 153.9 to my to what I'm paying now is 193.9 and it, they, they think it could it's be just, 250 by the end of the month it's just nuts how are you supposed to sustain that mm-hmm that's just crazy. Oh, it is. It, it, look, I, I see it myself. My own car, eighty-two euro to fill it about a year and a half ago, or whatever it was. Yeah. Uh, I put a hundred euro in it last Wednesday. It's not even full. Yeah, uh, it's 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 a, to fill my van. It cost me one hundred and fifty, one hundred and fifty-one euro. Right. Whereas when they started off first, I think it was a hundred, hundred and eleven, a hundred and something like that. It's just skyrocketed. It's gone. I know, I'm sure Eamon Ryan would be quite happy about that. But when oh, I say, when, so when I say right. happy about it, he would obviously wants to discourage us from using our vans and cars. Yeah. Unless they're EVs, by the way, you know. <laughs> yeah. Listen, Aaron. Thanks very much indeed, and good luck to you. And I, and I hope it works out. And I hope that the government do uh, something to try and alleviate the pressure off you and your family and everybody. Yeah, else. I hope so too. And it's not, as I said, it's not just me. It's just Jesus Christ. To tell well, everybody's affected. Your family are affected by it. Your kids yeah, are affected by it. The quality of lives are affected. Everybody's big affected. Time, yeah. Aaron, thank you very much indeed. Okay, it's not just Aaron. It's his kids. His the quality of life. His kids. It's their education. It's what they have. It's the lifestyle they live. It's the fact that they might have an extra holiday, and everyone deserves a holiday at the end of the year, or whatever it is, or during the summer. People can't afford that now because there's extra money going on fuel. Our lives are affected by it in every single way. You know, and for the government just to write that off, ah, sure, look, yeah, we'll do something soon, yeah, soon. Do it now. Do it now. Do it tonight at midnight. Soon is not good enough for people. This idea, oh, we wait for the European Commission to come back on it, but they have a paper coming out on it, and we're all going to do things together, you know, and I'm the arse. Just do it. You could make decisions, for example, you know, for when, um, we could make decisions during COVID time overnight. So why can't we make decisions now? Just do it, God's sake. What happened to the fight in Irish spirit? Yeah. Jeez, we got together like nobody's... Like, when it was the water protest that time. Yeah. Get out in the street and demand the government drop the taxes. Demand it. Don't ask and sit and hope and wait for Europe to make something. Demand it. Bring the country to an absolute standstill. Do you know what I mean? Truck drivers, the, the whole lot. Knit together. People are still asleep. And they really think that, you know what I mean, the government are going to, this is not going to get fixed. Even if they drop the price of fuel, this whole thing's not going to get fixed. There's a lot more coming down the line. So people that were, during the lockdowns and that, that were stocking up on extra bits of food and stuff like that, and now they're sending it to Ukraine. Hold on to that food, because you're going to need it. There you go. Real people. Real opinions. Real talk radio. The multi-award-winning Niall Boylan Show. Classic hits.